0: To be in the house of God tonight, uh, this morning. Amen. I mean, I want to start off here before we get started. And I just kind of want to read you a funny story. I hope, I hope you. The boy suddenly came curious about the world around him. He asked his father, How does this boat float? The father thought for a moment, then he replied, Don't rightly know, son. The boy returned to his, uh, to his uh, contemplation, uh, then turned back to his father. How do fish breathe underwater? Once again, the father replied, don't rightly know, son. <laughs> A little later, the boy asked his father, why is the sky blue? Again, the father replied, don't rightly know, son. Worried he was going to annoy his father, he says, dad, do you mind me asking all these questions? Of course not, son. If you don't ask questions, you'll never learn anything. (laughs) Apparently, he's going to learn it from somebody else than his father, amen? If you will turn with me in, well, uh, Miss Carol, go ahead. Miss Carol's got a little uh, video she's going to play for us.
1: I don't care how late you stay out, stay out as late as you want. You want to borrow the new car? You want to borrow my credit card? Kids today, they really have it rough. I have no idea where we are or where we're going. I mean, when I was their age, life was easy, super easy. Why haven't you gotten a tattoo yet? How come you don't have any piercings yet? Yep, we're lost. We are completely lost. Ew, sports. Just do whatever the mechanic says to do. Vehicle maintenance is completely overrated. Look, whatever the mechanic is asking, just pay him. Pay him whatever he wants. (laughs) I wish they had soap operas at night. I like that boy, you should date him. You should date him immediately. But well, what about the creepy guy with the motorcycle? He's cute. Yeah, sure, spring break in Tahiti sounds fun. Hey, make sure you get all your video games done before you start your homework. You don't have to pass all your classes. What, you have a project due tomorrow and you've known about it for four weeks and you haven't started yet? Sweet. Doesn't anybody want to know if we're there yet? Remember, if you need anything between midnight and 4 AM, please come wake me up. Hey, I'm on the phone. Could you bring the baby over and let him climb all over me? (laughs) Hey, hey, can you please turn that music up? Well, we just stopped for lunch 10 minutes ago, but yeah, let's stop again. I never have trouble with my toddler. I never have trouble with my teenagers. I never have trouble with my adult children. You know, she's right. We are ruining her life. Yes, more homework to correct. All right, whining. Yay, tantrums. (laughs) Hmm, vomit. We just really need to spoil these kids more. Sorry, buddy, I don't know any good jokes at all. You're 16, you pretty much know everything now. I think 18's a great age to get married. Okay, remember, make sure you turn on all the lights before you leave the house. Hey, could you leave the front door open for a couple hours? Thanks. Money really does grow on trees.
0: Amen. Amen. Is there any dads here like that? Like that guy? No, no, no. Nope, not me. Amen. Uh, Dads uh, are are definitely a special breed. There's a lot of aggravation points. uh, Amen. uh, With dads and and all kinds of things. But, Amen. God has made us and built us uh, strong enough to be able to withstand. Amen. And uh, to me, and to probably every child into the in this place, their dad is a superhero. You know, moms, uh, mom has moms have their own uh, set of skills and things. And a lot of times, uh, my kids know when to come to dad, and they know when to come to mom. And uh, mom has their times they come to her, but then to dad. And and uh, to my kids, uh, uh, which two of my. Two of mine isn't here. I'll see them a little later on. But uh, I remember Blake here a little while a little while ago. He he told me he said, "I know God shows you things uh, because uh, uh, you know, but but I don't understand why, uh, why this or why that." You know, he he recognized you know that uh, those times to where we've caught him in things and stuff like that that God does give you that that dads sometimes that. Sixth sense, or that, that it's not a sixth sense, so I know what it is. It's the, it's the discernment of the Holy Spirit to, to uh, lead us and guide us. But we're a special breed, and today is the day that we're going to honor fathers in the house. If you will turn with me in your Bibles to Ezekiel chapter 22, we're going to get into the message uh, today, and I've got a special message for fathers uh, this morning. And I want you, uh, fathers. I want you to listen up because uh, uh, we need this. I need this, and uh, it, it'll be beneficial if you uh, let, if you apply this to your life. Uh, while you're turning there, I want to thank all of you that who messaged uh, on Facebook, uh, caring about me. Amen, and showing me uh, love because of my accident. Uh, me and the good Lord had a. Had us a moment the other night after, uh, uh, most of you know, if not all of you here, I was in an accident after leaving church Wednesday. Uh, it looks like they may total my car or whatever, it hit a farm tractor. It wasn't moving, and I, no, I'm kidding, it was. <laughs> but uh, uh, it stopped after we hit, uh, but uh, uh, you know, we, we don't realize, when I got up that morning, I never realized what uh, I would have. You know, I didn't think, hey, I'm going to be in a wreck today. And uh, later, uh, the next, I think it was, that was Wednesday. I think it was Thursday night, or Thursday afternoon. Or, uh, it might have been even Thursday morning. I got some time with the Lord, and it just hit me. You know, I could have been gone. I could have been very easily gone. And, and I thank the Lord because, uh, you know, He has a purpose, and He has a plan for me. And He kept me around. And uh, so He's not done with me yet. Amen. So uh, I thank you guys for your love and your care and your support. And just saying, the rental company gave me a charger. I am loving the car. <laughs> Amen. Uh, when, when, uh, when the world gives you lemons, God turns it into lemonade. Amen. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we're, having, we're having fun with the charger. So anyway, Ezekiel 22, let's look at verse 30. If you would stand for the reading of the word. I'm just going to read one scripture right now. Verse 30, and it says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up a hedge and to stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. I want to read it one more time. And I, and I sought for a man among them that should make up a hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found None. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this word that you've given me today. I thank you, uh, Father, for your power, your, your grace, and your mercy, Father. And I pray that you let this word, let us apply it to our lives. Let us get out of this what you'd have us to get out of it, and let us learn, let us grow, let us be uh, the, the men and women that you want us to be. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Today it's Father's Day and we're going to learn about how fathers really are or how they really need to be, their char- how their character needs to be and their mentality. Fathers don't just think about themselves. selves. If you, uh, a true good father, amen, don't just think about themselves. Our God, we sang the song this morning, good, good father. He don't just think about himself, amen. He thinks about us. He cares for us. He supplies for our needs. He does the things that, um, you know, that we we need. And, And he even, he blesses abundantly. He don't just give you your needs. He goes abundantly, amen, and does extra. A true father, that's what he does. And, of course, God is the ultimate role model of who we need to look for to see how fathers need to be. But fathers here on the earth, we may spend a lot of money on food, beef jerky, and Mountain Dew, amen, at the gas stations and things like that. But but we also have a lot on our shoulders, amen. We have a lot of responsibility, and some dads can go through this world, amen, most of the time, and we wonder sometimes, yes, yeah, get a little frustrated and things like that but you got to understand you don't see the load that a father has on their shoulders amen the fact that it just happens every now and then may be an attest to a miracle in itself they are responsible for the survival and the supply of the needs for the whole family Even though they may love to watch TV, control the remote control, and maybe want the last brownie in the pan, amen, or the biggest chicken breast for supper, amen. Fathers, can I hear an amen? Their heart is towards protector and provider. They plan, they create, and they will and deal, amen. That's a true Father, that we have a lot on us Today, we're going to learn that fathers, even though they have a lot of abilities, with their abilities, we're going to talk about, they come from God, But we got, and we got to learn as fathers to lean on God. Amen? We got to learn to lean on God because it's through God that we have all that we have, and it's through Him that we're able to do all that we do. If I had to tie to this message, it was, it's, hey, I need directions. <laughs> I remember years ago, uh, between my junior and senior year of high school, my uh, I went to stay with my grandmother in Kentucky. My father pastored a church up here. My uh, mom and dad was still together, and uh, I went. You know, I was teenage boy. You know, junior senior year, I done shot up. You know, Uh, voice might have been kind of croaky, kinda. And uh, I went down to stay with my grandmother. The year. Now listen, my grandmother. You can ask my wife. She would spoil you like crazy. I didn't have to have anything to go down there. Okay, she bought my whole new wardrobe for school. Okay, I was blessed. Okay, I was blessed. She would get up, and being a teenager, she would get up at like ten thirty at night and bake me French fries because I wanted something to eat. Uh, okay, and she would she would do that for me because she loved me. But Reason why I told you that was when we went down there. I didn't have my driver's license yet. Dad went down there and kind of started teaching me to drive. Junior, senior year, I about ran off the road. Amen. Trying to shift this Ford Ranger that he had. It was like, and I'm heading off the road trying to change it or whatever. But uh, one of my dad's uncles told him. He said, "Man, you need to leave him with some money." Now uh, I was staying the whole, pretty much the whole summer. Okay, and. I didn't need money going to nannies, she spoiled me. I didn't need it, you know, they would have paid for everything. I was actually getting paid to work in the logwoods, okay, uh, with my grandfather, he owned his own logging business. But you know what my dad did? My dad gave me some money, and, and uh, I can't remember if it was right then or later on down the road, but I found out he had gave his own birthday money to me so that I could have money, because that was a father's responsibility to make sure that his son had money while he was away from the house. And that is something that I have never forgotten over the years, is how my father, because, see, birthdays around our house is special time. You don't take somebody's birthday money. You don't do it. I don't do it with my kids. I don't do it, uh, you know, little Kylie. With their birthday money, or somebody's like, no, that is that's yours. You know, dad and him. You know, that was special money. You know, Uh, we didn't get a super lot of money growing up. That so that was special. That was something you spent on you. Something not necessarily you didn't have to buy something you needed with it either. It was something. It was want money. Something you got something special that you wanted. And to find out that my very own father took that special thing that was given to him, Amen, and gave it to me, spoke mountains to me. Spoke mountains to me. See, he thought on the, he thought of somebody else other than himself. See, that's what fathers do. Yeah, we may, like, we may, it may seem like we spend a lot of money because we'll stop at the gas station. We'll grab a Mountain Dew and a beef jerky about every day or something like that. But we would give you the shirt off of our very own backs if that's what it took. Amen. Because that's the way we're geared. That's the way we're wired. Amen. To meet the needs to, to, to provide and protect for the people that we love. Amen. In this scripture... It says, I saw for a man among them that should make up a hedge and stand alone in the gap before me... For the land that I should not destroy, it says, "It says I sought for a man." See, see, God is speaking here in the Book of Ezekiel, and He's looking for a man. Uh, he that word sought it means to strive after. He's striving after a man that should make up a hedge or an enclosure and stand in the gap before me, Amen. For the land, He's looking for somebody that'll stand in place, not think about himself, but think about the land, Amen. Around that'll stand in the gap that'll be like an intercessor that'll, that'll not be worried about what he needs but about the needs of the people around him. That's who God was looking at. And it says that I, uh, he was doing this, God was doing this, so it, so it won't be... But today, amen, in this church, in the fathers, we're going to be those people that's going to stand in the gap. We're going to think about other people. We're going to lean on God. A man is not selfish but will work for the benefit of others. You know what? Right, that word man right there, it says, it says, I sought for a man. That word man, it means uh, above champion. Not just a champion. A champion would be good enough. Amen. I somebody champion and above. Somebody exceeding a superman. How many of you think our, your fathers are superman? Amen. Our kids. Growing up, daddy does no wrong. Amen? Daddy does no wrong. But see, here's the thing a man can't do it alone. See, it never said right there in that scripture, I searched for a man among them that was standing in the hedge, that he would have to cover it all himself and, and, and uh, restore, the, restore the people and be the protector of the people all by itself. It never said that. Amen? But we got to learn that we need God to do everything that we do. President Kennedy gave a speech declaring that by the end of the decade the United States should land a man on the moon and bring him home safely. He wanted support from Every American He said in the speech In a very real sense It will not be one man Going to the moon It will be an entire nation For all of us must work To put him there He wanted an entire country To feel responsible For supporting his vision Later in the 1960s JFK was touring NASA headquarters And stopped to talk To a man with a mop The president asked him What do you do The janitor replied I'm putting the first man on the moon.
1: The janitor could. To fulfill, uh,
0: fulfill the vision of the president. See, we all need to put the man on the moon. Amen. We all, we got to, we got to all work together. It takes more than just one man, amen, to be the provider of the family. It takes more. Even though the kids, they may only see the daddy on the outside that goes and fixes their bike chain when it falls off every other week, amen, It keeps falling off. That was one thing with my kids. i never seen the like of it, amen. They could tear up a bike like crazy. I don't understand it. My bikes would last like three years. don't remember Dad ever doing a whole lot to him. You give my kids a bike for a month and a half, and it's tore up. And it's like, what in the world is going on? Amen. Amen, but see, all they see, all the kids see is the dads being able to do that. Amen, being able to patch the pool if it has a hole in it. Amen, being able to change the brakes on a car. Amen, or change a flat tire. That's all they see, but they don't realize it is God behind all of that. Because man cannot do that without God. Amen. We as men got to learn to lean on God. Men need help. Amen. Guys, we need directions. Most of you women know that us guys, maybe not everybody, I'm one of those guys. I'm not going to stop and ask directions very easily. Amen. Because I like to do it myself. Me and Charity, we, we fuss and we argue sometimes over music because she tries to tell me how to do it. And I was like, I want to figure it out myself. Amen? But, guys, we got to learn we need help. We need help. Timmy, we need help. I see Brenda Goose in you back there. We need help. There's four things that a true man needs to lean on God for. Four things. At least four things that we're going to talk about this morning. Number one, everybody say salvation. Ephesians 2 8 9 it says For by grace are you saved through faith And not of yourselves It is the gift of God Not of works lest any man should boast." A father has faith in things They have faith if they watch uh, More than one video on YouTube They will figure it out Listen I've had some instances with mowers and things You Sometimes I mean you you got all these people on YouTube YouTube has all kinds of answers Amen All kinds of answers If you want an answer for something look at YouTube The thing is is you may have to flip through 50 videos to get to the answer that you need Because the first 50 has you going down a rabbit trail That's not really what's wrong Amen We have faith though We keep striving and striving We have faith though That we'll eventually find the video Because we don't want to talk to anybody <laughs> But see a true father A true man Is not too proud to admit when they're wrong And that through God's grace, we'll make it through. See, men, if we're not serving God, we're wrong. Amen. And to be able to lean on God for salvation... See, men are manly men. They're proud men a lot of times. We get this, we don't want your help. We want to be able to do it because that's the manly thing to do. Amen? Our kids build us up. They tell us they love us. They see us fixing all these things. We're supposed to be able to fix it. Amen? We're supposed to be the protector, the, pro- pro- the provider. But see, leaning on God takes the emphasis off of us and puts it on God. We cannot live, amen, and make it to heaven eternally by not leaning on God. We have to lean on God. It says in the word that Jesus is the way, amen. We have got to depend upon somebody else. We can't handle it ourselves. Number one thing is salvation. We can't be too proud to admit that we need somebody. Because guess what? Amen? Just like with directions, amen? We would, you know, know, if you stop and get directions, sometimes you'll save yourself a whole lot of time and a whole lot of heartache if you just stop and ask for directions. Just stop at a gas station. Hey, do you know where this is at? See, it's the same way with God. We're going to save ourselves a whole lot of heartache if we just stop and say, God, lead me, guide me, forgive me. I trust in you, get me home, get me home, amen. Number two, everybody say strength. We must trust, lean on the Lord God for strength. That weight upon the Lord, this is good, this is good stuff guys, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Guess where I'm going to hit on this scripture? The weight. The weight. Now listen, I grew up in kind of a strict home. My father, if he told me to do something, he wanted it done right then. Not, hey, wait a minute, let me finish this game. (laughs) Let me (laughs) Let me, let, me, let me put this away first and I'll be right there. No. If he told me to do something, he wanted it done right then. And that has rolled over to my kids a lot. When I tell them to do something, I want it done right then. But listen to what the Word says. See, our strength, everything that we have, is through God. And it says, they that wait upon the Lord shall what? Renew Their strength Amen Back in the month of April When we was going through the stuff that was going on with Blake I had a pastor friend of mine tell me To wait upon the Lord Because that will renew your strength A father must learn to wait We don't like waiting We don't like waiting Uh, We wanted it fixed We wanted it fixed a week ago We just ain't been able to because we ain't found the right YouTube video. (laughs) But sometimes God's going to want us to wait. Amen? Because that's what gives us our strength. A father knows who to get his instructions from, a true father. And to keep doing what they're doing until the true boss, which is God, tells them something different. When he waits for God, his strength is in the New York Times, In a New York Times article, journalist Alex Stone tells the story of how executives at a Houston airport faced and then solved a cascade of passenger complaints about long waits at the baggage line. Okay, there's complaints, a bunch of complaints, because they had to wait for their baggage to come. They first decided to hire more baggage handlers. Reducing wait times uh, to an industry beating average of 8 minutes. They only had to wait 8 minutes for their baggage. Okay, But complaints persisted. That didn't help it. They hired more people to get the baggage there quicker. Still didn't help. This made no sense to the executives until they discovered that on the average, passengers took one minute to walk to the baggage claim. Resulting in a hurry up and wait situation. Okay guys, we don't like waiting, do we? We don't like wait. We don't like waiting in the fast food line. We don't like waiting. The walk the walk time was not uh, see the walk time was not the problem. The remaining 7 empty minutes of staring at the baggage carousel was. So in a burst of informa- uh, innovation, the executives moved the arrival gate further from the baggage claim area. Passengers now had to this seems silly, I know, but listen they, listen, passengers had to wait much further for their had to walk much further for their bags, were often waiting for them. They were waiting for them when they arrived. Problem solved. The complaints dropped. We tolerate occupied time. Unoccupied bugs us. Guys, Kevin, you don't like unoccupied time, do you? But you see? Now listen there's a place for unoccupied time there's uh, you know to there's a place to come on let's get moving let's go and there, there's a time we need to get stuff done and things like that uh, and uh, but there's also a time where we got to wait because that's where our strength comes from we learn to trust in God when we wait on him amen See, so we. Oh, we don't like to wait. Amen. We don't like to. We want it done now, and we we would prefer it had already been done by somebody else or us. Amen. And we want it done, but see, it's that waiting. It's that patience. We grow. We 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 grow in strength because we're waiting on God. Amen. We're learning to trust in Him. Amen. No matter how long it takes, He's going to meet the need. Amen. Look at Lazarus. He was four days late. Four days. And he still performed the miracle and done what was needed. He did it in his timing. Not Mary and Martha's timing. And what did it do? It grew their strength. Because they was able to trust in him no matter the circumstance. So guys, if we want to be strong. Yeah, God gives us the physical ability. But if we want to be spiritual strong, we got to wait sometimes. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. Number three, everybody say supply. So we need him for salvation. We, uh, to lean on him, we need to lean on him for strength. We also need uh, need to lean on him for supply to meet the needs. Philippians four nineteen. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now. That according to his riches and glory. Is there anything God doesn't own? So guess what? He can supply your need because he's the richest dude ever. Okay? He owns it all. The things we think we own, he still owns. Amen? So we need to lean on him for supply because there may be times in our life, Amen, we don't know where the supply is coming from. We don't know what the problem is. We, we, we have a need for something amen and we can't fix it ourselves. <laughs> <got, laughs> I've got two teenage boys right now. <laughs> I don't know the answer. Amen Me and brother Chad was talking yesterday and I told him I, I, I was talking about one of them and I was like I was like, I, I ain't got it all together, but I'm learning. I'm learning. Amen. And I'll never have it all together. We never will, amen? We never will have it all together. That's why we got to lean on God because He supplies us with the answers even. Those can be needs too, even the answers to the problems. Amen, which way to go, what directions, how to handle certain things, how to, how to talk to people. Amen, how to, how to even do our work that we do. Because sometimes, guys, we don't know the answer. We don't know how to fix the lawnmower. We don't know how to do the expectations that people have of us at our job place. We don't know. But God owns it all, so He can definitely supply. Sometimes we got to just let go and let God. Now, number four, this was a biggie. Everybody say soundness. Salvation, strength, supply. And soundness. Well, Pastor Brad, what do you mean by that? 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Soundness. A true father don't fear a lot of things. But you know what one thing is a true father can be fearful of? Failure. We can be fearful of failure. We, we might be fearful that our kids will turn out bad, that they'll turn out wrong. We can be fearful that, that maybe we won't make it, that we'll fail and won't succeed at our job. We can be fearful that we won't provide the needs that we need at the house. Amen? Amen? We won't be able to uh, bring, uh, we, might, we might be fearful that we'll get laid off from our job and won't be able to put food on the table like we need to or pay the house payment or, or pay any kind of payment, the utility bills or whatever that we need to. But it says we need to lean on God for, the, uh, for that because uh, it, uh, it says here, uh, it says it in 2 Timothy 1 7, and that's why we need to lead in God because of what it says. It says, uh, He has not given us the spirit of fear but of power, love, and of a sound mind. A sound mind. A sound mind. Romans 8, 28, I know I say it a lot, but all things work together for the good for those who love Christ and is called according to this purpose. When I wrecked my car Wednesday, man, it seems like it's been one thing right after the other for two or three months now, but all things work together for the good. I've researched myself. I made sure things, you know, I I try to make sure things are right in my life. Other than that, it's up to God. Amen? And He can give me soundness. He. Guys, we try to figure it out too much on our own. We try to figure it out too much on our own. Even sometimes, even sometimes in my own Christian walk, I try to figure it out. I try to figure it out. Why is that? Because I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of failure. But that fear, the only kind of fear is of God is the fear of God, that respectful fear like a father-son, you know, uh, that reverent fear. This, the fear of failure is not of God. He's gave me power, love, and a sound mind. He's going to give me the power I need to supply the needs, the strength, the power, the, the ability. He's going to give me the love that I need to love my family like they need to be loved. You cannot raise every kid the same way. You cannot do it. Each kid has different needs. They have different things that they need. You, uh, I, can, I can't talk to Kylie like I do Blake. I can get stern with Blake and, and, and stuff. If I get too stern with Kylie, she starts bawling on me. And I'm still learning that. I can't talk to them the same way. But see, God has gave me the power and the love that I need to know what to do. The love that I need to love them like they need to be loved. See, that's the problem in America a lot today is they're not leaning on God for, 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 the, uh, 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 for that kind of stuff, for the love. Amen? That they, they just don't love like they ought to. But God has gave me that. And of a sound mind, it's all going to be okay, Brother Kevin. It's all, it's all going to, what they used to say, it's going to come out in the wash. Amen. It's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. So guess what, dads? You need help. Amen. We need directions. Amen. Break down every now and then. Listen to your wife because they're a helpmate. Amen. They are a helpmate. You know. You know why God gave. Um, I wish I could find it real quick. It's in Genesis, but uh, it talks about but God gave man, woman because we we need it. We need them. We need them. But most importantly, I mean, we need people. We need our. We need our kids to love on us and affirm us and all that. Because when we've got God. Everything else will fall in place. Amen. Could we have every dad in the house stand up? Amen. If you would.